What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of A Little More Good. I'm Dean, joined by my pal Zach. What's up, everybody? How you doing, man? Good. Just, you know, looking out at that beautiful sunshine, ready to head out. Okay. I can't believe that I'm going to say it. Tell me. But I'm going to say it. What are you going to say? I almost like want it to rain. Well, we know that the rain is good for the plants and... You know, the water reserves and all of that. Yeah, rain's rain's a good thing. Like, it's interesting because, like, I am so solar powered, right? Like I said, like, I love the sun. Like, this, for the last month and a bit, or it seems like more, I've just been going outside in the morning and it's, like, warm. Just getting that early, like, you know, sunbathing, kind of sitting out there reading, just like doing some meditating on the back patio and the sunshine just like comes through and it's so nice. But I recognize I'm almost like, oh, we just, we need a little bit. We need like a couple of days of rain here just to like freshen everything up. And, but man, the sunshine is so nice. What we were talking about before, before we hit record, we always have these ponderings that could be podcasts on their own. And we we're talking <laughs> about uh, Dr. Ibrahim Karim, who's uh, this bio geometry um professor yeah uh who kind of speaks to the the energetics of geometry and uh we were talking about uh, a theme to this podcast mother mother earth mother so earth for- foreshadowing you know everyone's mother the number one mother in our our hearts mother earth shout out mother earth and uh, he speaks a lot to how we've disconnected you know this might sound obvious but i think when we can embody it and act on it. Um, you know, we look at, uh, he's kind of an expert of uh, Egypt and some of these ancient civilizations and how we look and wonder how the the Mayan pyramids and the uh, Egyptian pyramids are, are, are lined up with the stars and uh, astrology and connected to the solstices. And he kind of speaks to how most ancient cultures built with full integration knowing that we are part of mother mother earth can i keep saying mother because it's a theme coming up uh not disconnected from it Mm. and we've done pretty much everything possible to disconnect whether it's the rubber on our shoes or or the walls in our our homes uh to the cars that we drive we're just uh we aren't in how we build and how we you know, live our lives, we are very disconnected from, Mm -hmm. from mother earth and reconnecting to it, um, you know, allows for new ways to find the energies of the world. And he talks a lot about the energy points of the world and how ancients built with those energy points in mind. Yeah. That's super cool. But yeah, there's like, you can't escape that connection and how vital it is for us even though we try, like you say, in the way we live our lives. Like if you think about it, in a week, the majority of us spend the overwhelming amount of our time indoors. And so, I don't know, I love summer here because it's a time where you can flip that script quite easily. You can be outside the whole day, right? And feel really good about it. So, yes, you got to love your mother. Love your mother. So I gave a shout out to maybe everybody's favorite mother, Mother Earth. Mm. But, uh, you know... Someone came from another galaxy, you'd say that Earth is not your not your mummy. Not your mummy. <laughs> yeah. Some some interplanetary visitors showed up. They'd be like, This planet is very nice, they might say. We'd be like, Well, it's not your mummy. Yes. 
Which is why we're talking about our new podcast that we're celebrating, launching today, Not Your Mummy. By Katie and Liz. Yeah, Katie Riddell from Kokomo, friend of the pod. She's been on before, so you can always listen back to her episode and her good pal, Liz Hammond. Uh, Amazing, amazing dynamic duo. Couple of mommies. They truly are. I love their energy together. Yeah. How they play off of each other, how they complement each other, how they challenge each other in a a playful, evolving way that... uh, you know, explores motherhood and entrepreneurship. So they've got a new podcast coming out, mm-hmm. Not Your Mommy, produced by More Good Media, which is Dean and I and uh, Katie, our there third amigo that, uh, you know, is behind the scenes making everything possible. Honestly. Sh- shout out to Katie Shaw. Major, major shout outs yep, to yep. Katie. We've got, uh, you know, a picture of her <laughs> right here that we're always, uh, you know, channeling into. Yes. But yeah, we're very excited to to partner with and, and support the launch of this rocket ship, the Not Your Mummy rocket ship. It's going to be awesome. Um, they are just like so accessible and approachable. And I mean, like without giving any spoilers, okay, I've, I've listened through and edited up like the first episode. And as someone who is not a mummy, um, it's super funny. And it's really good. And it's like just something that you can have on and listen to and kind of like laugh along with and agree along with their, their natural kind of like storytellers. And it's cool because you kind of get to listen in on just like a couple of friends having an honest conversation about like the joys, the challenges, the successes, the wins, the mom hacks of being being moms, motherhood, and being, you know, people who are professionals and running businesses and hustling and working hard and being partners. And it's just a, it's a really good, uh, it's just like a, it's kind of like a fun, feel good episode, but you can also like you're learning stuff, which is the whole point, right? Have fun and learn. And, and yeah, Katie and Liz have just a great, um, energy, great banter. And so even for someone who is not a mommy, the Not Your Mommy podcast is is good for you too. So whatever you're doing right now, take a, take a moment, take a pause, stop and search Not Your Mommy wherever you get your podcast. That's right. Give it a follow because their first episode is dropping very soon, July 26th, I believe. It's coming so, up this week. Uh, coming out this week. So uh, make sure you are following along so that you can get Every, the latest, latest, the freshest, not your mummy episodes. And, uh, you know, you can, uh, you can tune in with Katie and Liz and all of their, their journeys and explorations of, uh, you know, all the goodness. That's right. So who, who's your, your favorite, uh, you know, shout out to my mom, Sandy, (laughs) your mom. Yeah. Landis. Mother Earth, obviously a big one. Mother Earth. What are, uh. What are some other moms you want to give shout outs to in, in theme of, uh, you know, our wives, obviously. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> the, the mothers of our own children. Yeah. God, I can't leave them out. Yeah. Ayla and Megan. They're doing, they're holding it down as moms for sure. Yeah. Are there some, some mother figures that, uh, Ooh, you want to give shout out to? Well, them? I've always been inspired, uh, by mother Teresa. Yeah. Someone who took on the role of loving and caring and supporting, you know, children and also challenging the, the systems of the world that uh, are oppressive. So shout out to her, one of these people who, you know, to use to use a quote that's often overused but always important in a gentle way shook the world, right? And and she's uh she's like a, a little badass mom or was in her own way. So 
Yeah, Mother Teresa. Shout out. Nice. Shout out to all the mummies out there listening, tuning in. Yeah. You're all doing heroes work, raising, uh, you know, whether you're a new mom or an old mom, you guys are the foundations of life. There is no life without you. So uh, Not Your Mommy is a podcast for, for everyone, but especially for the moms out there. Yes, sir. So we're excited. Follow along. Check them out. New episode dropping July 26th. So get after it. You're going to enjoy it for sure. All right. Before we roll into this week's episode, uh, Dean, let us know uh, who who's making this this week's podcast possible with the sponsors that are near and dear to our hearts. That's right. This episode is brought to you by Caldera and Lab. First impressions matter. There are no two ways around it. And what's the first thing, Zach, that someone notices about you? In most cases, it's your face and more importantly, your skin. If you aren't already, it's time to put your best face forward. And how can you do that? Well, you got to add a skincare routine. And you know what? It's not hard. You just have to have the right tools, okay? So Caleric Lab is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles, fine lines, and signs of aging. And they are the leader in men's skincare. And they're here to save the day. And we want to help you. We want to help your face. We want to help your skin. We want to help you look your best, feel your best. So you can use our exclusive code MOREGOOD at calderalab.com to enjoy 20% off their best products. That's no joke. That's really good. And honestly, um, I love this stuff. Like I'm getting a little bit low on my base layer, which is that daily moisturizer because I use it in the morning and at night and sometimes just in the midday. I just love it. It's so good. It's a daily moisturizer. It hydrates hydrates your skin. It absorbs super fast and leaves you with this like matte finish so that you can start your day, go about your day or end your day confidently feeling good. I love how it absorbs into my skin. I love how good it feels. Um, And yeah, it kind of goes together with this bundle, this regimen, the starting lineup, if you will. There's a clean slate. It like helps you wash your face. It's just a gentle face wash for all skin types. The base layer, as I said, is the cream. And then at night, there's the serum called The Good. And you put it on. It's a multifunctional serum that helps your skin look tighter and smoother. It's got 3.4 million antioxidant units in your skin. I mean, so that's all the good stuff. That's all the good stuff that you need. And Zach, you always like to talk about how yummy these ingredients are. Yes, I always say, you know, you are what you eat, but you are what you put on your your skin. Your skin's your biggest organ. And sometimes we forget that we absorb, you know, as we're looking to have this beautiful moisturized skin, we forget that our skin all that moisturization goes into our skin, our biggest organ. So we want to make sure those ingredients are as clean as the things on our plate. And uh, Caldera Lab is the the greatest in doing so. You know, plant-based ingredients. And uh, in, in the good, it contains 27 active botanicals infused over four weeks. Uh, it's, you know, you look at the ingredients, they're all things that you understand, things that you see in your own garden, things that you would eat. And I just feel so good knowing that uh, I'm putting on my biggest organ these these incredible ingredients that are are being absorbed into my body, making me feel good, making me look good. Um, You know, it just kind of checks all the boxes. That's right. That's right. It's good. It's 2023. If you're a dude and you don't have a skincare routine, it's time to start one. If there's any mommies listening to this that want to hook up any daddies, this is a great gift because oftentimes the gentlemen are like reluctant to get these things for themselves. 
Hook them up with Caldera Labs. Use our code MoreGood at calderalab.com and you'll get 20% off your purchases, which is awesome. So you can jump into skincare and first impression royalty with Caldera Lab. MoreGood at calderalab.com for 20% off. Let's go. There you go. Who else else is making this podcast possible today, Dean? Man, well, we want to take care of our insides as well as our outsides. So we're grateful for our partners, AG1. It's an amazing health supporting product that is so easy to use. Uh, it's it's the best. Zach and I, I mean, we use it every day. We drink it in the morning. We uh, simple fresh water scoop of the AG1, shake it up, drink it down. It's the first thing in my system every day. And I just love it. I drink it literally every day. I feel like it gives me energy. It supports my gut with the probiotics that are in there. Uh, It's just a great way to have this like little daily ritual that is a win. It starts my day with a win knowing that I've done something good for myself. Just one serving daily gives me the comprehensive foundational nutrition I need and supports my energy, focus, strength, and clarity with 75 high quality vitamins, probiotics, and whole food sourced ingredients. There's not many other simple rituals that pay off as well as AG1, which is why I love and use and trust this product every day. I love it. That's all I got to say. I love AG1 so much. It's uh, starting every day with my best foot forward. Mm -hmm. I look forward to that ritual of the wake and shake, as we call it. Um, I love sharing with AG1 with my friends, seeing their reaction. You know, they often will message me or call me the next day, kind of, with this amazement of how good they feel from trying AG1. So um, I encourage you all to uh, to give it a go. And if, if our, our listeners want to try it, what's the best way to do it, Dean? Yeah, so if you're looking for a simpler, effective investment in your health, try AG1. You're going to get five free AG1 travel packs and a free one-year supply of vitamin D with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to drinkag1.com slash moregood. That's drinkag1.com slash more good. Check it out. You will not regret it. All right. On to this week's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of A Little More Good, a very special episode. We're super excited today. We're joined by two lovely guests. We got Katie, who's a re- returning uh, your pod alumni, Katie Riddell of Kokomo. Hello. Yes, yes. And you brought with us your pal, Liz. Hey, Hi. what's up? And we we're so excited because uh, we're not just sitting down for a conversation today, but we're sitting down. At, it's kind of like a launch pad to something super cool that you two are creating. Not your mummy. Not your mummy. <laughs> the new <laughs> podcast on the block. Uh, we're so excited to dive in to hear about like your vision behind it. Um, the kind of like why you're starting it, what you want to do, where you want it to go, who you want it to reach, but also just like to have a chat to kind of get the feel of it and introduce our guests to you and say, like, this is a podcast that you're going to want to follow, even though you're not our mummies. Yeah, we're not, you're not, <laughs> let's be clear, we're not your mommy. <laughs> I love it. First of all, I love the name. I think it's so cool. I laughed. It's like, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, how is that not already the name of a podcast? I mean, it, I guess we should check. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Don't, don't check. It's too late now. It's happening. Katie's it's very proud of the name. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah. No, it's great. It's great. Um, so tell us, like, what what can we expect? Like, what are some of the things that, you know, when you think about it, when you've talked about it or hope, like, okay, this is what it's going to be or who it's going to reach? Like, what, I mean, it really all started because, you know, Liz and I are both entrepreneurs and we saw a lot of like mommy bloggers who were really showing you how to 
be you know kind of the modern day Martha Stewart Mm -hmm. and that looked really great but we just couldn't relate to it and so we were trying to find like our own people Mm. in this big network of moms out there on the internet and for us yeah this is really speaking to that that little corner of the moms out there that are trying to run businesses keep their kids alive (laughs) and somehow I don't know and like stay connected to who you are outside of just being a mom that's like really big for us is like finding ways to yeah maintain that identity totally and I I do think that you know you don't have to be an entrepreneur to relate to this Mm -hmm. I think like you know, all parents are going through a very similar journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's going to be laughs and tears that you can relate to on, you know, through all of our stories. But um, definitely who we are as humans is that. And I think that it is going to actually uniquely speak to that corner of the moms out there. Amazing. I love this so much. I think, uh, you know, knowing what you've done with, with Kokomo, how like um, a similar approach to like the vegan community. Like I think there was mm-hmm. like kind of like a more militant kind of hardcore community. And I think what you did with Kokomo was you made it accessible for, for everybody. Like kind of changed the language. And I kind of see that same approach with this podcast. And just thinking about like identity, like we all have identity become before we become parents, much so more for moms than for us on the on the not your daddy side over there. <laughs> <laughs> coming soon <laughs> watch out watch Wait, out we need, gang. we need to buy the rights I to know, that list yeah, yeah, yeah. back off daddies yes <laughs> it's coming sitting here with two dads with lots of opinions but um, <laughs> jokes aside like you have your identity before you become a parent you think you know who you are and much more so for for the moms because this really starts like the minute that you become pregnant Mm -hmm. your whole identity changes and you might not be you probably aren't the same person after you've had your child than you were before so it's like who are you are Mm -hmm. you a mom are you an entrepreneur are you all of these things and what does that look like how do you navigate that like maybe we can kind of like dive in you know we've heard your your business story and, Mm -hmm. and you know i'd love to hear your business story too liz but maybe we can like kind of hear just as a launching pad, like your journeys into to motherhood. <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> wait! This is supposed to be a mini pod, right? <laughs> we, can, we can go deep. We I can got, do like Cole's notes. I mean. the, you know what's funny? People yeah. don't know Cole's notes anymore. Like, really? Sorry. Like it's like. Did a, I think you're talking about your son? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, my son's my younger son's name is Cole. What if so, the young people don't Google Cole's notes of To Kill a Mockingbird to write an essay? They just have like the internet now. Chat GPT. Like, yeah, they, they're like yeah, it's the Chat Chat GPT of. Yeah, of a, yeah, I've said that at a few like work meetings. I'm like, like just give me the Cole's notes and like i just say it out of habit because yeah, it's course. like a normal thing yeah. for me to say and every time i say it like the younger staff that are like no it's like gen the gen z, z version of are it. like i don't know what you're talking about i'm like just give me the short version you I'm would like, know yeah i mean to be honest now i'm like wait cold notes is like a handbook or whatever right? yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, go to, I go to like chapters and buy like the, yeah. all, okay. all of yeah. notes i'm gonna go try cliff notes yeah that's funny but yeah i'd always buy all the books that i didn't read that yeah. you know yeah. you get the shortened version yes. i guess you just like yeah chat gtp does school for that's everybody right. now write me an essay on whatever book i'm reading I'm becoming a mother <laughs> written written yeah. by a 15 year old with some spelling mistakes mistakes yeah. to trick my teacher yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've like maybe I shouldn't even like share this. Like I've like uh, 
had, had like a guest on before on the pod, and I've yeah. been like, oh. Chat GTP interview questions, interview questions for this individual. It's amazing. It's, you know like, how many is people that how have sent to me as a copywriter? <gasps> yeah. Hey, I just chat. Is it GPT? GPT. I don't know. We've had a glass of wine. It's yeah. hard to say those things. <laughs> We've chat, GTP'd, uh, PT'd, whatever. Yeah. Um, she is a copywriter in her you know, day-to-day something job. for this ad that we want you to write. Can you just like give it a once-over? And I'm like, this isn't Ew. even in English. And why are you paying me then? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is... It's scary. Yes. Could be the end of my work. As we Anyways, know. I wish we could chat GPT yeah. how to be moms. Because we were actually yeah. just saying at lunch before we got here, like... I've been doing this for a year now and I don't know anything mm-hmm. and and yet I know I know so much but like at this w- stage from 11 months to 12 months I don't know how to do it mm. and I, I was like if I was one year into a job too. and I didn't know and I had someone who didn't know this little about what they were doing I'd probably fire them <laughs> and Liz was saying the same thing yes. like she feels that yesterday that I was like how and like I was saying to my husband I'm like okay He's not going pee on the potty. He's not going to bed. And he's like, this is just one of many obstacles. It's going to keep going. I'm like, but how? Like, yeah. how have we not I know. dialed this. it? Yeah, <laughs> totally. I, I literally Googled, like I should pull this up because it's funny. I literally Googled like, what to do when your kid's been tantruming for four hours? Oh yeah, like, are they okay? Wait, I'm that's like, actually so call, funny. Is there like a hotline that yeah. I can call? Because like, I don't know what to do right yeah. now. You know how people like, keep memory books or like calendars or whatever of like yeah. all the milestones? Like go- you should just keep a record of everything you Googled over the yeah. last year. Oh, man. <laughs> I texted my mom, which was maybe not because I'm like, she's done this for longer yeah, than me, so she might know what to do. But then she texted my wife. And then uh, just like oh, creating no. more anxiety and more stress. And then my mom was like panicking that we were like, struggling and then oh, no. I'm like oh I just made it worse you should have just gone on chat GPT yeah, God. yeah I didn't go to chat GPT now no, now no. you know yeah. yeah it'll give you like a list of options yeah yeah that's interesting it's an interesting tech that's that's come out I mean yeah it's not it's not like, like your the end all be all it's oh. not your mommy <laughs> yeah but uh, it's an interesting tool I don't know we'll see we'll see how it fits into the world yes. of like copywriting and all of these things and I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested in it. I'm interested to see how it like disrupts, but also not at the cost of like displacing real people, right? I, I was talking mm-hmm. with a friend and he's like, I think there'll be all kinds of like AI written stuff, mm-hmm. blogs, copy for mm-hmm. all sorts of things. But then you know how you can go to the grocery store and get like, uh, you know, if you wanted to buy like um, organic, okay, this, this is regular corn, this is organic corn, or this is like people who buy meat. It's like, this is like, grass-fed, free-range. It's all these different titles. I think we'll see it where it'll be like, this is AI-generated, but this blog... Yeah. It's human generated. So I'm like the grass fed. You're the grass fed. Yeah. Grass fed Right? Oh, I like it. <laughs> but I think, I think there'll be more, because it's not going to go away. No, I but know. But how do you differentiate? I think people are going to be like, oh, I'll listen to an album that sounds like Weezer yeah. made by an AI thing but it's like no if I want Weezer to come back and actually make an album I'm going to be like a Patreon of them yeah. and pay my 25 bucks so they can get their crowdsource thing and make an actual album like I yeah. think it'll drive mm-hmm. creativity further than it stunts yeah, that's it cool. but yeah. it'll probably take some time first yeah uh, can't be our mommy so yeah yeah, yeah. so okay <laughs> do, so anyway do, do you want to share the Coles <laughs> notes or the Cliffs notes or the short version the short version of like you know your your journey into not being well do you want me to go liz was first at this so she should go okay so she showed me how it's done yes well i mean i've I've been a mom for three years and 
Katie and I were talking about this the other day. Katie's the first person who found out that I was pregnant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was at, I was like interviewing for some copywriting job and I was sitting there and I was like, like my pants feel tight. I feel weird. And I was like, Katie, I'm going to buy a pregnancy test. She's like, okay. And I call her and she's like, are Wait, we? I just thought it was like a fun thing to do. Like I had <laughs> forgotten we like were excited. in our 30s. I thought we were like 18 again. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's just something you do on a Sunday. I call her. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm pregnant. She goes, oh my God, are we excited? Like, what, <laughs> what are we doing? I'm like, yes, we're excited. So yeah, I I had a baby in the height of the pandemic. Yes. So that was a whole other In the situation. pure height of it. She, yes, like for a while, like wasn't sure if my husband was going to be able to be in the room oh, when man. I had my son. Um, like, you know, prenatal was canceled. All the groups were canceled. So it was very, like, it's already such an isolating time. Um, yeah. So, I mean, COVID aside, I had a really rough postpartum period, which I'm definitely going to talk a lot about. But Katie was, I mean, she didn't have a baby at the time, but she was like right there with me in this sort of like very, I mean, no judgment way because she didn't have a baby of her own, but she just Mm -hmm. showed up and brought me iced coffees and, we moved through it together, but yeah. And then I am self-employed, so it was like slowly like transitioning back. So we want to talk a lot about that too, but yeah. yeah. We're going to share a whole like how to- Back to work. Back to work mm-hmm. and how that looked. And it was very different for both of us. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's something that I would have like died. Like every time I saw like an entrepreneur mm-hmm. post that she was like at work and her, you know, I had known she just had a baby that year. I was like, how is she doing it? Like who's, yeah. I had so many like logistical questions. Like mm-hmm. who's looking after your baby? How many hours you're working? How yes. are you creative right now when you were just up all night feeding your child? Like, so I'm excited to like actually get into the nitty gritty mm-hmm. of what that looks like and what yeah. that looked like for us. And I'm still in it. So <laughs> I'm yeah. actually excited to learn from Liz. I mean, also still in it. Cause yeah every age brings a new mm. set of challenges but yeah 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 and i think no, i think it's pretty incredible like just you know if we think like to our even our parents generation mm-hmm. like the difference between the role of moms and women in terms of like being career entrepreneur people that like are creating their own thing and aren't just going to work somewhere or whatever. Like I think of like my mom, right? She worked at a job and then like took time off and then eventually like went back. But I just think it's so awesome that there are so many like women entrepreneur. Like I know so many in my own life of our Mm -hmm. own friends. And I think it's really important that we talk about like the struggle of it, but also like the success of it. And just that like you can do it. Mm -hmm. Sure. It's going to be difficult, but Mm -hmm. like that we're in a world now where like, that's not uh, abnormal. It's Mm -hmm. like not an anomaly to have someone who's like just had a kid and then navigating like their way back into the workforce or like working while they're also Mm -hmm. nurturing their newborn and all all along and like making space for all that i just think that like one of the things that i'm excited about for for your podcast is like not just normalizing it because i think it is normalized but like kind of behind pulling behind the scenes being like here are the logistics like here's how we did it's not the right way it's not the only way but here's how we did it yeah because i think like i just think that's awesome right i'm a dad i shared a dad of two girls and i love that like there are people like you in the world that they can like look look up to and see and be like Oh yeah, all of these things are possible. Yeah, and it's not like limited because you know I'm the one of this re- in this relationship who's gonna like carry this child and totally. sustain this child at first. Like, I think it's 
it's awesome. So I'm excited to hear these stories. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. I love to. We're just gonna sing your praise for one. You guys oh yeah. Can we'll listen just, to all the nice so things. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> I told you I already subscribed. I'm like yeah. look, looking where to. It's not even out there, but I'm clicking subscribe on something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call your daddy or something. I'm, yeah. You hit the wrong one. Yeah, you hit the wrong one. Yeah. That's the era before where yeah, we're exactly. at. Right yes. Now. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, First you call her daddy, and then you don't call her mommy. Oh, I love that. The evolution. The evolution. Um, one thing that I think is really cool that both of you are doing that I think about with my own kids, um, once we have our children, we're modeling what's possible for them. And I think in doing mm-hmm. this, like you're modeling what's possible for, for your kids, and they'll grow up with a different lens of, what they can can do you know like i think about that when i run a race or do something hard it's like part of me is doing it for myself but part of me is doing it to show my kids that we can do hard things and we can enjoy it and we can like kind of choose how we go about these hard things Mm -hmm. and when they see us going through these things it just normalizes you know resilience creativity uh, ambition like so many things and we don't know like the domino effect that it'll have on our kids like Mm -hmm. I think about like uh with my own family growing up like my dad had a small business and um it just seemed like that's what was what I wanted to do because that's all I saw it was so normal to me so like to me it was almost like the only option Mm -hmm. and I I was hiking with my sister like a couple years ago and we were talking about like like uh my my parents and uh she's like it's so funny that you started your own business after seeing like how hard it was for dad and like how stressful it was and like how he was never home he was never around and he was like always just very stressed i was like i never saw any of those things like she just saw Mm -hmm. all of the stress and struggle but i just saw like dad's doing his own thing like he's like like going on trips and like he's got the staff and like it seemed very like yeah it's so like, interesting the two lenses yeah it seemed very like exciting for me but it seemed very like scary for my sister yeah mm-hmm. so I think like just in modeling things we open up doors for our children that um you know other other kids don't have open for them so mm-hmm. I think like in doing this podcast you know you guys are going to explore motherhood but you'll also like have this amazing thing that your kids will see you doing and they'll be like you know, mommy's a podcaster. Like, mommy talks to all these like interesting people and has these like cool conversations. And- yeah, that's true. I remember when I was like, like one of my first visitors after I had CJ. We, by the way, his name is Carter, but we call him CJ. Um, and I remember I said to her, I was like, oh, I can't wait to like run my business and for him to see me like work. And I remember her being like, chill. <laughs> it's been four days, <laughs> but. It was like one of the first thoughts I had. And now I like, I'm so overwhelmed by it all. And it's like hard to work still. But I remember it was like one of the first thoughts I had. I don't know. It's like well, this feeling of like, I want to like make him proud. And like when yeah. you take him to Kokomo, how do you feel? Like, yeah. Probably like, amazing. Yeah. It's like, I'm so proud. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. The like perspective that kids have on your work. Like, I don't know oh my gosh. I posted yesterday. This so it was so good. My, like my son doesn't have daycare during the summer. So we have like a nanny coming here and there and. The other day, he was like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to work. He's like, where do you work? Sometimes like coffee shops, cafes, and I'm going to go to Pilates. And yesterday, he's like sitting at my desk, like pretending. He's like, I'm mommy at work. I'm like, what does mommy do for work? He's like, she goes to Pilates and cafes. (laughs) It's so good. Pretty much. (laughs) It's amazing. But I love that perspective. Like they're, 
Like, that's probably why you saw your dad and you, it didn't seem stressful. You're like, dad's just doing his thing and yeah. it looks so cool to you when you're younger. And yeah. I think about that a lot too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like the creation of, of like what's possible even beyond like work titles, but just like mm-hmm. it's cool when you think that most of us are like involved in things or like, you know, Zach, you've said this before, like most jobs that we saw when we were a kid, like they're not really there anymore apart from like doctor lawyer teacher like kind of these these standalone ones that are like you know parts of the system that we're all in but like there was no podcaster like there was no you know like you know copywriting was like a a structured system thing where you like the Mad Men era right whereas like now it's like YouTube no no YouTube yeah Facebook Airbnb Uber like none of those things existed when we were our kids ages Yeah. yeah and so for even for them to be like you know our moms have these like different types of jobs is cool because then it just like opens the door of possibility like oh I don't have to mm-hmm. follow this path like you sure you might right do the school find the job spend the career do it but like it also creates that possibility of like I can kind of like have dreams and vision and chase something that I'm like passionate about and take risks like that's a really cool thing for our children to see but also just like for, for anyone for mm-hmm. our friends people who are listening to the pod like to be inspired and encouraged to like try something different Mm-hmm. I mean, I think people are very inspired and confused by being self-employed. Yes. Like, I get a lot of questions about that, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Nice. <laughs> okay, so question here. I'll yeah. add to that, oh, okay. that pile of questions. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe I'll direct it to you, Katie, but it applies to you too, Liz, so, like, you can both answer. Um, like, when you decided to have a baby, it's going to be both for both of you. Okay. Um, yeah, like you had Kokomo, this like kind of flourishing cafe, mm-hmm. and you're such an integral part to not only like the sex- success of it, but also like the identity of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you're very much a part of the brand, part of the marketing, part of the image, part of what people relate to when they like understand Kokomo. Um, was that, did that make it, what was that process like in in having a child and kind of taking a step back from something that you put so much into and the identity of that business was like so much a part of you? Oh man, I don't even know if I've come to terms with it yet, but I think I think that's why I didn't have a child for so long. Um, I wasn't. Uh, it's funny, Dean, because I know you say, and I think it's the world that you guys are in, especially you know running a podcast, but. I didn't have a lot of examples of people of moms who were entrepreneurs and also moms like I think because I come from a nine to five like agency world and Lululemon and things like that I really only had like a few people on Instagram and then a few close friends that I could really see do it and so it took like it took me so long to even come to terms I just thought oh I'm not gonna have a child I don't want to have a child and I was okay with that and actually it was when Liz had a child that I was like oh wait like I think I can like do this like I I'm kind of into this this looks good to me I want to be a part of this Liz can't believe it because in her version of herself was that she was essentially like like (laughs) hanging on by a thread and somehow that looked good to me but I didn't that you're like you're why I wanted to baby i'm like okay (laughs) you were there right yeah like i was like in bed with her but somehow i wanted to do this this looks great yeah Yeah, i don't know um so i was clearly very right right time right place and um yeah so i think like it was i just had to see a few people do it 
Um, and then I just had to let go of it all. Mm-hmm. I, that's truly what I did. It was like, I mean, the thing is you can't control getting pregnant anyways. And so it's all just letting go and leaning in. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of did that and just went for it. And usually I like like to you know, map everything out and even like enroll my business partner and like, this is what my, my next 10 years look like. Let's align our goals together and Kokomo's goals together and we'll have one big pretty package. And it was one of those things where I was just like, I'm the only one who has to live with my life on my deathbed, hopefully, you know, 50 years from now or whatever. And years, whatever, on. I don't know. I couldn't do the math that quick. <laughs> Just home for 60 years. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, whatever. Don't sell yourself short. Okay, yeah. um, plant-based cafe. I know, I was going to say, <laughs> sorry, I literally couldn't do the math then. 50 was quick. So I was like, I'm the only one who has to live with this. So I just got to go with it. And like, I knew we'd figure it out. I knew me and my business partner would figure it out. I knew me and my, you know, my, my husband partner would figure it out. And we got pregnant way sooner than I imagined. And yeah, so we just, and we did, we all figured it out. Mm-hmm. Was that your, what was your question? No, that totally answered. I mean, I, yeah. I, and like, I'm still like... figuring it out. And I thought I would take like three months away yeah. from the business um, I didn't realize like how over it was. It wasn't even like energy and physically overwhelming. It was like spiritually overwhelming for me to birth this baby and have this baby. And still to this day, when I feel his breath on me, it's like I can't even like come to terms with how to explain mm-hmm. what that is and how I have a child. Like it's too. I can't even talk about it. Still, like it's way too much for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I just like it was all too much, and I and I. You know, now, yes, I'm like doing daily things for the business again, but it's taken me so much longer to like fully get back into the operation of the day to day business than I thought it would. And I'm still figuring that out. And, and we had multiple conversations about it, right? It was like, should I go back this time? And we were always kind of like, it was like a moving target. And, and yet, like when we say go back, like I'm still like, it's still in my head nonstop. Yeah. So it's like a weird thing, right? Because you don't like, leave and then collect ei and then do all these things like yeah you don't a you don't go back to what it used to be like which i'm gonna figure out and b um it's still in your head 24 7 and you're still like checking the instagram like you're still in it right Mm -hmm. you're still i still talk to my business partner all the time um i'm just like not necessarily interviewing people or not and certainly not making like the bulk of the decisions every day so yeah. mm-hmm. anyways yeah. it's yeah i don't know i'm figuring it out too and mm-hmm. the cool thing about the timing of this podcast is that it's really going to be a at the same time as opening our fifth location and um you know bringing on a full-time nanny and really in a transitional phase for myself and same for liz in in her life so mm-hmm. i'm excited to like share what the hell that looks like as well, yeah. i figure it out and that first like initial like when Emmett was like about a year when he because it took me a long time to figure out childcare. it just like was a lot for me to like wrap my brain around and meeting different nannies and having some really like oh my god like I guess I'm just never gonna work again because I don't trust anyone with my child um and then something you know so like sort of random worked out and it's been so great but um where was I going with that? Yeah, that the original, like the initial, like transition is so hard because you're still like you're thinking about them all the time. I mean, I'm still thinking about him all the time, but like in a different way. I feel mm-hmm. more trust, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, like for me, we're moving. 
I just actually started a new contract with like a big massive brand big big brand and I'm working on a book got lots of stuff on the go so yeah yeah. it's gonna be a cool time to document yeah Yeah. totally well it's cool because it's like yeah it's it's the road that you've walked and then Mm -hmm. it will become the real time journey like of where you're at in your lives and it's cool because it'll be helpful I think just on a human level for you both to like process and get together and be like okay let's think intentionally about like what are we going to share what do we want to talk about Mm -hmm. so it'll help you like walk through just those stages of life that you're in in a more intentional way which is always a good thing when we can bring more awareness and attention to like what we're going through Mm -hmm. that's awesome when we can do it with a friend even better and then if we can use our experiences to like help others Mm -hmm. that's just like that's such a win across the board but then like equally so and something that i thought about like recently even with like a little more good as a podcast i was like whatever happens to it and with it and you know what a cool like record Mm -hmm. of like this time of our lives because it it will just like exist you know, I guess as long until the cyborgs take over and, you know, but like, it's just going to live on the internet and like, we can go back and be like, man, you know, that's something cool that we created and worked on and like, look at the neat opportunities and real connections with people like that we've made because of it. And so even for you to like, be able to go back, it's like finding your old journal and reading I, yeah. and being, oh my God. But then it's like, it feels even more living and dynamic mm-hmm. than, than that. And so what a, what a cool, like just record of this time where, you know, getting back to business and pursuing new, uh, opening, opening a new location and all of the joys and struggles and things that go along with that. And then of course, like new contracts, new book, like writing a book, like that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Right. I and w- so I want to hear about the book. Yeah. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say, so let's start the, let's start the record. What do you, what's the book? Okay. So I, um, am working on a memoir about my experiences with postpartum depression and anxiety. Um, I've been taking these classes, these writing classes through Brooklyn writers collective. They're amazing. I just went on a retreat with them and I actually I haven't even told you this yet, but I'm having a piece published <gasps> like like an essay. Oh my god. Um, but my goal is to have like a book of essays. So I've been writing a lot for the class and it's been so therapeutic for me and also just like sharing snippets, like so many moms or even just like parents are like, Whoa, like this is this is very real and it's I mean it is talked about more, but I don't think to the full extent Mm. so yeah awesome yeah wow i love that i mean i think uh there's always going to be new moms that are looking to find comfort to find community to find other people that have gone through what they've gone through so it's like Mm -hmm. it's something that will always be needed as long as you know we're on this planet yeah continuing yeah. to like no matter what technology it's like the most intense transition yeah yeah. And yeah so lonely and so wonderful but also so horrible all at the same time yeah, yeah. surviving and thriving yeah yes. surviving and thriving well I, like I think that. it's cool like we're we're in a stage of of the world now where we don't we don't have to suffer silently anymore right like there's there's way more openness on like the struggles that we face, uh, our mental health, like that's just a way more public conversation now than it ever used to be. So it's not like these are new things, Mm -hmm. right? But it's just like a new way of bringing light and awareness and like kind of taking that brave and like vulnerable step to say, yeah, this was my experience. And to say, right, like publicly, like I love my child like more than anything, but man, some days it's so friggin' hard Mm -hmm. and I don't love 
being a parent Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like you can i think you can say that i think it's safe to say that it doesn't mean like you're gonna like get rid of you know abandon your child or whatever and i mean there's always so many circumstances (laughs) yeah right like there's so many circumstances two things can be true and they both can be true yeah that's what i love and like we need more of that like nuance in the world to Mm -hmm. be like it's not all just like the highlight reel of instagram and something's wrong with me Mm -hmm. because my life doesn't look like that it's like Mm -hmm. saying like no this the realness is you wouldn't trade it but like it's hard yeah. <laughs> right and being honest about that mm-hmm. yeah that's awesome and laughing about it i yes. think we're gonna have a lot of fun yeah like you know there's been we're pretty funny we're i mean we were having these conversations already mm-hmm. yes and so this is just like a way like you said to document it and yeah like yeah. Now, now ever since we came up with the idea of creating this podcast we'll just have our regular conversation i'm like oh Katie's like, stop talking to me. Save it for the podcast. I'm like, write, write this down. <laughs> Don't talk to me about it anymore because we're. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is. That's the thing, right? Some of the some of the hardest moments when you're in them, like if you can just step back and be like, uh, I heard someone say this. Like, if you view yourself as mm-hmm. like this is like a, a friends episode or like a. I don't know what's a modern show that people watch these days. Whatever that is. Yeah. Like Vander your Pumperl. your <laughs> calamity in that moment is like hilarious to someone watching it and if you can step outside yourself and appreciate like this being in the public change thing and recognizing I don't have a diaper or extra clothes and my child is just like blown (laughs) out everywhere and it's like what do I do like and it's the most stressful thing but then in hindsight like at the end of the day with a glass of the wine glass of wine like that is the funniest story yeah ever it's totally. so true that's right? like i say to katie all the time like my husband and i at the end of the day when my son is finally in bed we just lay in bed and we're like oh my god did you hear him say that yeah, like, yeah, yeah. look at this picture look at this video it's like we just yeah it's true recap it all yeah oh, that's good that's it's, so good it is funny how like you know we want a break so bad but when we get a break we just kind of relive yeah. all of the yes. things that we just kind of wanted to break from and yeah, yeah. It's funny how it works. Um, I have a creative question for you. So do you find it, I find like when I'm trying to get into the creative process, like I, I can't just like turn it on, you know, like mm-hmm. there, there is a process for me to find creativity and it often involves like space or movement or conversations. Like I can't just be like, mm-hmm. okay, I got 30 minutes. Like let's mm-hmm. be creative. So like being a a mother and having like space being so fragmented between like your responsibilities to take care uh, of of your of your child versus like trying to be a professional like do you find it hard to put that take take that hat off put it on put that hot like you know mm-hmm. that kind of flow of being creative and being a parent at the same time yes I really need the space and sometimes when I try and force it like I'm like okay my son's like watching a show I'll just sit and bang something out and it I just am always frustrated because I'm always interrupted and so I mean these writing classes have been great because they're so early in the morning they're an EST so I just have my like seven to ten I'm upstairs mommy's busy mommy's doing her writing not your mommy not your mommy um, not Emmett's mummy during that time and I just have that space and I feel like like so you have to write something every week I read it out loud I get feedback from other people and it always also filters through to my work too as well so mm, that's cool. but I need the space I can't just like and also walking really helps me too nice. so like and I'm always calling Liz to ask ex- this exact same <laughs> question so like I'm actually asking you right now uh-huh. so you would say it help it's helpful to have like that creative space blocked essentially a hundred percent you need like a chunk of time and you can still get creative yeah even though you've scheduled it yes 
but it needs yes. to be a longer block. Yeah, not 30 minutes. Like, give yourself a couple hours. Right. Mm-hmm. And walking does really help me. Like, you know, whether I'm listening to a podcast or just like looking around, like it just kind of helps like kickstart that process mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. I remember listening to, we, we've talked about this, Dean, but um, I really like Mary Oliver's poetry and she was Same. the best, right? Yeah. Um, she was talking about how every morning she wrote, she would sit down and write, she would never miss her morning writing session. Mm-hmm. And just for her, the consistency was the magic. Mm-hmm. She's like, if I show up every day at this time, you know, I'm not going to to write something brilliant every time, but if I show up and I'm consistent and kind of honor that process, I'll come up with something that's going to be special mm-hmm. at some point. Totally. And, and the morning like, thing is very, if you listen to a lot of like, you know, authors, very impressive writers, it's like morning practice, like, and consistency. It can yeah. be like a little like one liner, but just something every day I yeah. think is key. Okay. Okay. Those, those morning hours are magic. Yes. They're the best. So I thought we could like, um, I don't know if you guys have any questions that you want to ask each other or like project. We'll like, save it. Save we'll it save all. It. Save it for our podcast. Yeah. So, I don't want to give you guys too much. Yeah. So too much of the good I always yeah. like, Katie, you know that I like lists when oh I first God. got oh my Twitter. God. No, Wait, oh my <laughs> so God. I actually meant to ask you like, how are you doing? I haven't checked in on you. I almost did a list the other day. <laughs> Uh, so okay, I'll just give the give context. The I'll give the context. <laughs> so um, I got Twitter. It was a long time ago. Yeah, like, like maybe 2010, two, 20, not, 2009, okay, or 2010. Yeah, around there. And yeah. I didn't really know what it was. I just okay. got it, and I've always liked lists. It's like my favorite. Like write down. Like even as a kid, I like write down top ten favorite hockey players. Like <laughs> top ten like coolest Power Rangers or whatever. Right. I, mean, I don't know if there's ten. Power I think Rangers, there's like four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I always like to like guy. categorize yeah. things. And so um, I got Twitter and I just, I didn't even know people could see it. I don't know what I thought it was. It was, but I was you thought it was wild to come across. Yeah, I was just like writing down lists of everything. like Favorite cookbooks, favorite books, favorite places to visit. Yeah, and then Katie messages me and she's like, I are should you, probably find the text. What are you, you okay? Say? Like, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> Just looking at your Twitter. Why are you doing this? Yeah, and I'm like, what do you mean? Like, you, 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 can, you can see that? And she's like, yeah. I think I need to explain to you what Twitter is. I don't actually really understand what Twitter, like, still. Like, when I, well, when I list. when I tweet, I still, like, I have to stop myself because I just start writing. Oh, I know. I go Favorite Pokemon pages. meal or something like I that. I mean, keep going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, I thought we could get into, to kind of honor that, that history of ours of lists and okay. favorites. We oh, could get yes. into, like, some, I, yes. some favorites okay, and some yeah. lists. So, like, if we have, like, I've got, like, we've got podcasting muses, like, you know, I think mm. we, like always share that we like look up to like rich roll and darren o'lean and, like, they're on a list somewhere in my dear diary have, probably, we, ta- have we talked about that before? yeah probably if i search rich roll in my like in my messages it'll just be like zach text when we we had him on the the podcast we and know. i like tried so hard to like be cool i was like because my goal was i just wanted him to be my friend i'm like i don't care about the podcast yeah i just want him to like yeah like me yeah but i have yeah. dreams about meeting kim kardashian yeah. and i'm pretty sure i like i already feel like she will like us there you I, go yeah. yeah. There you go. Manifest. Katie's Kitty, Kitty's the manifest queen. So, so is she actually. Yeah. She True just has a, Yeah, she's nuts. My goodness. Okay. Yeah. So Liz can attract like Katie's abundance. Like you're like, surrounded by abundance. It's absolutely unreal. I can feel it. It's crazy. You guys are both abundant. Okay. Yeah. All right. So if we're like, you know, doing our year end review here and you're gonna write down like the muses, your mummy muses. Like Ooh. who are some mummies that you guys 
look up to um, or would want to have on the yeah. podcast? Like, who would be, like, the home runs? I mean, Hannah Brofman. Mm-hmm. And what about Hannah? Like, what about her? Um, I mean, I've always looked up to her. Again, I think it's just really... I love just seeing how, like, the alt-mom is doing mommy life. Mm. Do you know what I mean? How, like... And, like, alt-mom, I mean, like, she's not, like, going back to a nine-to-five... Yeah, just She's, a little different. Yeah. And like that's and like, yeah, maybe a little different is that you have millions of dollars and lots of help, but it's really interesting for me yeah. to see maybe even from a manifesting perspective of like, okay, like what could that look like? If I could have my dream day and my dream structure for my household, like mm-hmm. what could that look mm-hmm. like? Um, so I like look to the I look up when I'm looking for my muses. So Hannah Brofman Well Kim. Kardashians. I, all the Kardashians. I love to watch how. Yeah, like that, yeah. You guys are fans. Kimmy, Kimberly. Kimberly. Yeah, Kimberly, Kimberly. Courtney, and Chloe. Okay. Um, and Kim, Kylie. And Kim, Kim definitely. But I was actually me. thinking about it last night. Yeah. The actual mom that I do look up to slash like think I'm most like is Chris. Yeah. Anyways, I so I do think that's really interesting. Like mm-hmm. I'm just like I want to be just like a student of their school. Mm. Yeah. Like and they're doing motherhood so like much. no other. Like they're not even carrying their children anymore. And then they are having um, like nannies through, like they're having, it's 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 so different than mm-hmm. what we see in our day to day that I'm just like amazed and I want to learn everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and like so they're I, doing so many big things, but like at the end of the day, like that picture I sent you of Kim, like she like sent like, it's like all her kids are just like sprawled all over her bed in the morning. She's yes. like, this is life. I'm like, yeah, this is my life too. Yeah, Man. it's pretty cool to see that all our kids, yeah, are in bed with yeah. her. And yeah. yeah, I think it's like it's interesting because she might be for some people like so unrelatable, right? Because yes. massive celebrity, you know, and and some people might critically say like nobody can live like that, nobody yeah. lives like that. But then you see these moments where it's like, you mm-hmm. know, it's pretty, it's pretty raw, it's pretty human. Mm-hmm. Like all the kids in the bed and like. Mm-hmm. She's just there as mom. Like, she's not Kim yeah, Kardashian. Yeah, totally. She's, she's mom. It's pretty interesting, yeah, if yeah, anything. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd say those are kind of like our celebrity yeah, um, muses, of, would you say? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Big Kim stands over here. Oh, nice. <laughs> and then locally, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think Miriam Alden is, like, so interesting. She's the owner of Brunette the Label, and she's, like, an incredible entrepreneur. And for once I saw her have a child, that was when I was like, okay, like, I can 100%. I can see a blueprint ahead of me, so I can do this. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like I'm always messaging her and reaching out to be like, how are you doing? Like, how do I do this? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think. And she went back to work really early um, out of necessity for her business. And it's just been really interesting, like, being alongside her and witnessing that. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Lindsay, we've talked about. Monday Creative. Yeah, Lindsay. so I'm so lucky. Like, I live in Squamish, and we have, like, just within arm's reach, we have all these amazing women entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been really great for me. I, since having my child, I'll, like, walk out the door, and all these moms will be out there with their kids, and I can learn and ask them questions. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, been amazing. Yeah. Christine LeBlanc here yes. locally. She's a hairstylist. Totally. Um, yeah. I honestly don't. I mean, I don't have a ton, like, in my neck of the woods so katie's kind of my gal and but yeah there are a lot of people for us to learn from and i think who we can have some great conversations with that's so cool you said one thing you guys are both manifestors and i've been kind of like reading and listening to bob proctor more do you guys ever listen oh yeah how he you said some of that made me think about um what i heard from him on a podcast he was talking about 
if you want to create a lifestyle for yourself and you don't know how to embody it or to do it yourself, just imagine you're that person. So Kim Kardashian or these mm-hmm. people that you're, you're mentioning, like if you imagine their life, that's like part of the manifestation process. Like what would Kim do? Or mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, is, totally. You know, so it's like... I, I have like a that. phrase, like what would Chris do? Yeah. 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 And like, to be honest, I mean, going back to our first time recording, like you were that for me with Kokomo. Like I'd be like, what would Zach do? And you were like such a blueprint for me with Juice Trek and Kokomo. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, as we can continue to see blueprints for us and all the different things mm-hmm. that we want in our life, whether it's being a parent or, Starting you know, a writing a book or yeah, whatever that is. I think mm-hmm. it's like so helpful. And to, and that's what we hope to do with this is just mm-hmm. to like actually show the details of our of what we're doing yeah. to mm-hmm. help someone's day like that. get a little easier hopefully yeah. or just someone to laugh with yeah well this is cool because like just because it might not be super common doesn't mean that it's like not worth pursuing and maybe means that it's even more mm-hmm. worthy of our pursuit mm-hmm. right and to say look at these are people that i admire what is their blueprint like how did they get to where they are mm-hmm. and then what do i need to do like day over day those kind of small habits or small things that i want to create to do to like end up there mm-hmm. or in like my version of that mm-hmm. i think it's huge because most of us would just default to like well i don't know what am i supposed to do like what does everybody do mm-hmm. yeah that's interesting too i love learning like people's little habits in their day like from i love like seeing what miriam's schedule looks like yeah um or you know talking to you and like understanding what your yeah. ideal yeah. and i just asked like. now too i was just thinking about like writers and there's um her name's stephanie danler and she's she's written two books and she has two kids and she had them like really close together has this like very chaotic like kid life but she's this incredible writer and i just like dm'd her once i'm like can you just like tell me how to how to do <laughs> what you're doing <laughs> and she was like yeah girl you just like gotta get out of the house and write for a couple hours a day like whatever it takes it's like thank you it's amazing how accessible people yeah. are it's like yeah. shocking with uh, yeah mm-hmm. like sometimes we'll message people we look up to and it's always shocking who writes back totally it's like i know incredible that's why i feel like we can get hannah on the exactly. podcast of course you can yeah like uh i think like everyone can be accessible and like yeah. whoever you want to have on is is totally possible and to to kind of set set those those goals high you know we'd love to hear um from our future audience as well like who mm-hmm. who they look up to and yes. who excites them and who gets them out of bed each day yeah uh, so we can grab ha- pull them onto the podcast with us I'm trying to think like who are the archetypal arca arca how do we say this mm-hmm. word dean help yeah, me that's out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like when I, I think about like a mom like who are like the moms of our generation growing up like First one that came to mind that's not even a mom is like Miss Telfire. <laughs> oh my god, that's super. You mean like, like Robin Williams? Yeah, <laughs> I like, want Robin Williams to be my mommy. Yeah. He's not your mommy. Yeah, I would actually say he's not your mommy. He'd be mommy. great for the podcast. Yeah. Not your yeah. mommy. Yeah. Meryl Streep in my mind just because she's like always like kind yeah. of. Yeah. Like, not in. It's not complicated. It's complicated. Yeah, like yeah. more of those characters though. It's uh, Chrissy Teigen. I think she's a. Oh yeah. She's kind of a, she's she's, kind of a badass one, right? Mm-hmm. It's so true. Yeah. And yet still and I watch her though and I'm like, how are you at this like event yeah. within like three weeks? Like I just don't understand it. Yeah. Like I literally you did that no okay i've just been thinking of another person that i like was like in the had that same question rihanna was she at the super bowl 
when everyone's like, is she pregnant? Because oh, yeah. and right? she was, yeah. and she cr- like she's yeah. she is a next level human. Yeah. yeah, and then like, but her performance, like yeah. she was yeah. so so she was good. Quite pregnant too. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and like crushing it. And I just thought, you know, it's so cool. And then like first, obviously first female performer to ever yeah. perform at the Super Bowl pregnant so yeah. it's like you know yeah. it's like a first thing mm-hmm. it was yeah. awesome but I think she's someone who's like those are the things we're excited to talk about as well like things that are coming up in the mm-hmm. news that we're already talking to each other about and yeah. we're excited to like share our opinions on these yeah. things yeah we have because them. on that note though like I feel like there is we see a lot of examples of entrepreneurial moms that are like hustling it and or hustling and killing it mm. and yeah, they're like pitching for like these, you know, billion dollar businesses with like a baby on their hip who's like three months old or whatever. And like that was like actually like personally, I couldn't see that. Like that was actually like too much for me. And like I just like wasn't there and I I put that pressure on myself and that was like not healthy for me either. Yeah. So it's so interesting, like no matter where you're at, like the mm-hmm. things that will mm-hmm. resonate with you and also like scare you from getting out of bed each day yeah. totally i yeah i definitely don't think we're like a triggering image of what postpartum uh, can look like yeah, yeah yeah katie and i took it slow yeah we took it like i don't i i don't even think i like drove my kid alone for like maybe close to four months mm. <laughs> yeah and i did some things early and it was like a mistake so we will we'll talk about but i think it comes back to like that blueprint right for some yeah. people yeah doing the pitch with the baby on your hip at three months that's their blueprint and for someone else it's like i couldn't do that mm-hmm. and, and it's and knowing like, yeah knowing your path and being like i'm okay not being that person because yes. i'm gonna be this person and like, i'm also like i'm also the want to talk to that person and be like yes. okay but how did you how did actually you do, do it like yeah. logistically like how were you healed so quickly and other logistics is like how did you make sure your child like didn't throw up during the pitch and like all these things like i actually <laughs> yeah. just want to like talk about the yeah. real i'm i love like these kind of details, details. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. lists maybe Lists. Yeah, or I'd like them on threads. Or yeah, Twitter, or totally. Or, Maybe that'll be a TikTok. segment in it. It's yeah. like list, the mommy list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can, can I tell you guys my daddy news? Oh my god. Yeah. yeah sorry. Did, were we supposed to ask you no, that? And we, <laughs> yeah. I'm just being like uh, stewards, <laughs> trying to steal the show from Rich you guys. Ritual. We know. No, no, it's not rich. It's not rich. It's kind of funny. Dean? It's like, well, I do ask Dean questions all the it's time. True. We talk a lot. Um, it's a cartoon. I watch this show with my kids, and I'm like. Like almost like <laughs> jealous of how good of a dad that Bluey is. Do you guys ever watch? Oh Bluey? yeah, Bluey's a really good dad. I'm like fuck, Bluey's just like mm-hmm. the fucking best dad. <laughs> I know. And I I'm know. like upset sometimes. And I'm like that I don't have the energy, even though it's a cartoon. I'm like, <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, just be like Bluey. Bluey's oh my god, I love Bluey. my husband and I are always like trying to like get my like son to watch Bluey. Like yeah. he's like, no, we want to watch something else. But like, no, no, it's Bluey time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love Bluey. It's, it's so, so good. good. There was even an episode about a dad that felt inferior to Bluey as a dad, and I was like, they wrote this episode for me. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> so great. <laughs> oh my God. So Bluey is my, uh, I just want to be like Bluey. I love that so much. Like too old for Bluey, but. Maybe you can get Bluey on Not Your Daddy podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. We should bring him on. Yeah. yeah. Get the voice actor. Yeah. <laughs> 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 maybe maybe Chad GTB can like her. Yeah, yeah I can like yeah. create Bluey like where Katie's sitting. Yeah, and totally. Like, and have a conversation mm-hmm. about fatherhood. Yeah. Okay, I've got one more question. I don't know, Dean, if you have more. I'm always curious. Like, okay, so you guys are are both busy. You got your businesses. You got your kids. Um, when you like finally have that moment yourself, I'm always curious. Like, what do you 
if you pick up your phone, like, what do you Google? What's like the first thing you go to? Is there like, do you look at clothes? Do you look at Instagram? Like, is there something that's like your escape that kind of gives you that like hit when you have that moment of alone time? Like if it's like nap time and I have like 30 minutes and I um, don't want to do work then i like don't even put my phone near me and i actually just go quiet and i'll like put, no but i'll so put nice. on like a show okay and right. just like sit there and just like in watch the, dark. the show and like have the baby monitor on and that's okay that's kind of like my and thing what, and what kind of show is it like, like kardashian <laughs> remember you asked me you're like is it bad that i have to like escape my like husband and my son every night for like half an hour just to like decompress i'm like no oh, yeah and that's when i'm like i'm like numb and i'm just like scrolling through you know what that's but that's like not even a yeah it's not a recharge place that's just like a weird like numb yeah. place i read um, my kindle you read yeah kindle. Z- so okay you- liz is such i haven't picked up a book to read since i was like the day i went into labor it took me a while to get back into it but yeah i read a lot i'm Amazing. so i like it's can't like my, wait to be there like i miss even reading. like my son like sleeps like he's he'll He's always in my bed at some point in the yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. We're co-sleepers. Yeah, here. and I can just, like, turn over, and, like, I love how the Kindle mm. light, and I just, like, read. Yeah. And it's my way of kind of, yeah, it's like an escape. Amazing. Just yeah. somewhere else. Okay, I'm going to just keep hammering these lists, because I'm yes. like, uh, oh, my God, keep. Can you, can you? We like that. <laughs> what are a couple books that oh uh, you kind of, it doesn't have to be, like, your top <gasps> no, you've three, had but so just, many like, good ones lately. some that you've enjoyed. What about the essays one? Oh, yes. Okay. Um, her name is Jessie Klein, and the book is called I'll Show Myself Out. She, like, wrote for SNL. She wrote, like, she was, like, Amy Schumer's writer for a bit, and it's essays about motherhood, and she had her son, like, in her 40s, so, like, motherhood later in life, and it was, like, such a inspiration for me around, like, because I have this, like, how does a book come together? But I'm, like, you can just, like, put different stories together. Mm-hmm. So that was great. Um I'm reading this really weird one right now called Big Swiss about this woman who transcribes like therapy sessions with a sex therapist and then she like falls in love with the voice of the patient. Oh, that's amazing. Liz reads the full gamut. I read very Actually, I think weird, that'll be a good also, yeah. part of our podcast is that we'll just discuss like what we're listening yes. to or reading. Yes, yeah. totally. And I'm like really into listening to books now too. Yeah, got me into I that. I love listening to books. Yeah. yeah. I was always like, oh, I'm just like a book girl, but... I like it. Yeah, yeah. it's nice. Like if voice. you're walking yes. or whatever, it's like a podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's weird. If it's a, if it's a memoir, I like yeah, it. I love. Yeah. yeah, I haven't made the jump. Like I love to read mm-hmm. and I love to listen to podcasts, but mm-hmm. I haven't done like the audiobook thing. But I it's think, good for like a plane. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, Jackie Ellis's book. I listened to that as an audiobook, and it was really nice because it was her talking. Yeah, yeah. 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 It felt like if it's not the author narrating, I don't like it as yes. no. Yeah. yeah. Her book I, is wonderful. I tried to listen to Game of Thrones as a oh. like audiobook, and it's like one person's voice, but they try to do different voices oh, no. for I've, every I've single character. Listen to one of those where I'm like, this is really hard. Yeah. I can't listen to this. And they're all like weird kind of Accents, like Accents, yeah. 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 So I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, can no. do it. But I, I do like audiobooks. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a long podcast. Mm-hmm. All right, so don't call her mummy. Coming well, very soon. It's actually not your mummy. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Not your mommy. I'll get that right by the time I subscribe and follow on Twitter and Threads and yeah. all the all, all the, the places. Lists. All the yeah, lists. we'll make a list for you. I'll yes. be I'll be hitting you guys up wherever I can find you. Yeah. Um, any any kind of closing notes that you guys want to share of like what people can expect, what you're excited for when the first episodes 
dropping any of that stuff yeah so the first episode is dropping on the 26th Mm -hmm. so you're gonna get episodes from us every single wednesday Mm -hmm. and we're so excited we're so excited (laughs) amazing we can't wait we're yeah. not your mommy. I'm sad that this is going to be our last episode together because we're not. Maybe it won't be. Wait, we should do a not your daddy uh, pod on ours. Yeah, that'd be good. I'm being very self-serving because I'm enjoying this conversation. Yes, we want to so. hear all your daddy stories. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> actually, you guys should totally yeah. be guests because we're, we're not going to have a lot of guests only when it really makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because um, we really want to stay really loyal. Kim, call us. Rihanna. Kimberly, <laughs> call us. Rihanna, call us. Hannah, yeah. call us. Um <laughs> Dean and Zach call us. Okay. <laughs> I'll show but up as we, Mrs. Delphine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my>. God. <laughs> okay, we need to end it here. Yeah. <laughs> Just stop listening to this podcast oh, and no. come on over to Not Your Mommy. Not and your we'll mom. see you every Wednesday on wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, can't wait. Can't wait. Amazing. And find you on Instagram too at notyourmommy underscore podcast. So follow there to catch all the updates. Or and at Katie Riddell or at <laughs> Lady Double Underscore Liz Two Zeds. Two oh, Zeds. All one, of it. One wasn't enough. <laughs> all of it. All of it will be linked. All of it will be linked in the show. But, but follow, follow all of those places and spaces and people, and get excited. Now your mommy podcast coming at you soon. Peace. <laughs> well, there you go. Excited, excited, excited for this new podcast. Really excited for Katie and Liz and to see where their journey will go and uh, excited for you to hear it and to share it. If you know a mommy, send this episode her way. Let them know where they can find the Not Your Mommy podcast and get ready for some just yeah good times ahead with those two. So make sure you're following Not Your Mommy. It is the going to be the leading alt mummy podcast on the interwebs, um, and uh, while you're at it, uh, you know, throw them up a a like, a review once you tune into episode one, and uh, while you're sharing that generosity, you know, that's uh, that's how this podcast world goes around. So uh, we are grateful for any likes, reviews, shares. If this episode resonated with you, um, if you can post that up on. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you tune in, the reviews and stars, however uh, you, however you want to share, helps us in a big way. So, big love to all of you, and we look forward to uh, sharing more conversations with you all next week. That's right. Until then, stay good, y'all. Peace.